Okay, we're recording. Yay! 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 Uh, so I guess we kind of t- everybody okay. while I was late was talking about your character. I guess I could talk a little bit about mine. Uh, her we name. We haven't really started doing that yet. Oh, oh, yeah. a little bit. Okay. We haven't we haven't introduced ourselves fully. Excellent. Hey, Chris, do you want to get because you're you said you're really familiar with this, right? Do you want to give like a little primer? Yeah. Uh, sure thing. Um, so monster. probably better than many things than I am. <laughs> so monster of the week uh, is what is is based off a game called uh, Apocalypse World. Um, and so how it works is is um, is unlike D and D, where like uh, you know when you go into combat, you go into rounds, and everybody takes their turn, and then the, you know, all the bad guys get a turn. How it works here is. Is uh, so it's the whole game is kind of set in rounds where like we each get kind of uh, we each get kind of a chance to like set a scene or uh, make a move, uh, and so let's say that we were in a battle with somebody, um, you know uh, we would run to roll to kick some ass, which is under tough. Uh, so all the rolls in this game are two d six, so it's the only two dice you'll need is two two d sixes. Um. And so whenever whenever you um, whenever you make a roll, uh, you roll your two d six, add your relevant stat, uh, and then you obviously get a number. Um, if it's under seven, it's a failure. Bad things happen. Uh, the DM gets what's called a hard move usually against you, which is like they can make something bad happen to you. Um, if you get a seven, eight, or nine, or is it seven through ten, Matt? It's uh, seven, eight, or nine seven, is a mixed yeah. success. Yeah. Ten is or a mixed, plus is a full. Okay, this is a mixed success, which means you get what you want, but something bad happens too. So if you're kicking some ass, uh, an example, like if you got like a nine, that could be the monster takes damage, but you also take damage. Um, and then uh, if you get a ten or better, it's like a, a success, which is like just good things happen. Um, and so usually what will happen is is like for like. Um, for the skills, and I, I don't see them on the uh, sheets per se, but um, uh, you would you know you would get to choose like among a, a, a list of things that happen. Like so, for kick some ass, like the four things might be do damage, take no damage, uh, deal extra damage, or um, protect somebody. Right? And let's say you know you got an eleven, you could pick two of those things. You could say ah, I deal damage and take no damage in return. Or you could say, I deal damage and protect somebody, you know. So it's just kind of a, it's a little different in how, than how um, D&D works in that regard. So um, as far as hit points go, we have, um, we all have the same amount. Uh, uh, we have essentially seven hit points. <laughs> um, if we, three, the first three hits, uh, generally okay. Uh, if you start taking, if you take more than three hits... Uh, things start to get worse pretty quickly. Um, it sounds like um, you already heard about the experience system, which is whenever you uh, roll and make a miss, you get to mark experience on your sheet. Um, and then uh, everybody has so everybody has the basic moves that are listed um, on your character sheet. Like so, next to charm is manipulate someone, and then the cool is act under pressure and help out. Uh, under sharp is investigate a mystery, read a bad situation. Tough is kick some ass and protect someone. Uh, and weird is use magic. Uh, and then we also have um, moves that are specific to our characters. 
Um, and so, for example, I have uh, a move called End of My Prey. Um, I have one called uh, Never Again, and I have one called Fervor. So these all are things that affect me. Um, uh, and yeah, if you see anything that says like you get plus one on going, that just means basically whenever you add a, a roll related to that, you add one to the die roll. Uh, likewise, if you see something that says if you have minus one going forward, that's bad for you. Yes. Uh, and that's basically monster of a week in a nutshell. Um, cool. And do you want to introduce your character? Uh, sure. Um, my character uh, is Elsbeth Schluter. Uh, she. Uh, oh, any idea where this is set? Like worldwide, Amanda? Like, are we in the? South, south uh, Pacific Northwest, Northeast. Uh, you're just gathered from everywhere, basically. You'll be sent somewhere. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, um, I, uh, as a person who was obsessed uh, <clears throat> with her prized cockatiels, Jacques and Cousteau, um, and, uh, one day my life was tragically turned upside down when a when I was taking my birds out for their normal outside ventures. Uh, they were killed by a gill man. Uh, this, uh, this encounter with the gill man has awoken me to the uh, supernatural realities of the world. Um, and I, I made a vow right then and there that I would uh, that I would never be in denial again of the real world and I would protect uh, protect others from a similar fate as Jacques and Cousteau um, so uh, I'm, I'm like 5'7 uh, kind of full figured uh, right now I've got like bright red curly hair that's obviously dyed um, I wear uh, I wear uh, kind of like um like a hunter's outfit, uh, but I also have a big uh, black leather trench coat on over it, um, under which is where I hide my weapons. We'll get there's going to be a dramatic reveal, I'm sure, at some point for those. But uh, and uh, yeah, um, I'm sure uh, my character is borderline obsessed now with the uh, with the supernatural and fighting it. The Gilmans, <laughs> Gilmans especially. Yes, if I uh, <laughs> if I if I ever come across a Gilman, I get a I get some bonuses. I, I, I end of that. <laughs> so so obsessed, you can't even watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> um, and I still have yet to actually find the Gilman that killed my cockatiels and exact my vengeance upon it. But someday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bird point of order. Cockatoos and cockatiels are very, very different animals. Uh, I wrote cockatiel, so uh, cockatiel it must be. They're very tiny. Cockatoos are gigantic and speak language. Um, I, I, I was thinking cockatoo. <laughs> yeah, cockatoo. That's what I thought, because cockatiels, it's very hard to train them to say anything. So. <laughs> 
cockatoos it is. Yeah, and my birds both have these really awesome mohawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Total cockatoo look. <laughs> when they were alive, did you also have mohawks so that you're like, huh? like a family? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I will never have a mohawk. I will not have a mohawk again until the day that I've extracted vengeance on my birds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, Matt, do you want to go next? Sure. <laughs> so you can call me Dr. Truth, all right? It's not my real name. It's my handle, but it's the only name I need. It's a name that keeps me safe. It keeps all of the prying eyes and ears out there from knowing who I truly am because they're afraid of the power of truth. I am mid-twenties, Caucasian, uh, basically um, Jerry O'Connell and Sliders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, almost always seen in some kind of flannel shirt and jeans. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I was once a, a normie. I was once one of the blind sheeple out there until the day came that my eyes were opened to... <laughs> The massive underground reptilian conspiracy that is working its way through <laughs> our government and trying to control us all. And ever since then, I have dedicated my life, people. I use my shotgun and shoot Dr. Start. Good start to working together as a group. <laughs> oh, who's the traitorous bastard now, Sean? <laughs> I just have poor impulse control. I literally do. It's right there on my sheet. Wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Caitlin. Um, so I shared to the group, literally, that's the outfit, and I'm... Imagine that her face looks like Ronda Rousey, because why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all about my personal heroes. Nice. Um, I'm part of a sect, which I haven't named yet, because it's secret. You don't get to know the name of it because it's secret. Um, we fight monsters. Um, I'm an expert in martial arts. I also am pretty handy with sniper rifle. Um, oh, how did I start fighting monsters? I was trained that way. That's like been the only thing I've ever done. I was born to parents in the sect, and there's never in, ever been any other thing that I've done. Um, yeah. Except for working the concession stand at the state fair that one year. <laughs> <laughs> I worked concession most ever again. She was never allowed to go to the state fair. No. She has no idea what a deep fried Twinkie is. <laughs> and she's better for it. Almost anything else. <laughs> have reacted that way. <laughs> um, what else do I need to let you guys know? Anything? Is there anything else you want to share? Um, yeah, this character isn't very well fleshed out. 
Um, I imagine she's like on her journeyman right now, like one level away from being a master type of thing. Uh, but there's no one single goal. Uh, more of a see how many heads you can bring back sort of thing. Cool. Heads are good. Mm-hmm. Monster heads, preferably. Don't be a murderer. They tell good stories. Mm-hmm. What if it looks human, but it is a monster? Do you have to, like, get that explained? <laughs> no. As long as I can prove it's a monster. <laughs> All right, Chauncey, you ready? Yep. Um, I am the amazing artisan, master of the unknown. Um, I don't know why I think Matt's more annoying than you, just based on your names. (laughs) (laughs) That's my, um, that's my cover. I I am a, uh, I kind of own a little uh, uh, fortune telling business. Um, that's how I have my, my, how I bring in my day job money. Um, so, but you can call me Fritz. It's my name. Um, and I think more of a kind of a physical description, little, little unhealthy, kind of, kind of skinny, pale, um, with a round pot belly and, a, a little shaky. You can kind of tell that there's something not not quite right with this guy. Um, <laughs> a bit shaky, like a chihuahua, like a like a a scared chihuahua. So gross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think that's all. I think that's all you'd know going in. Okay. Cool. Oh god, I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, you got this. Oh no. Oh, um if I screw anything up, Chris, definitely say something. Oh sure. Like rules wise or something. Yeah, and and, and and don't worry about it. If it's a pretty laid back system, so But yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, that's part of why I picked it, and then I realized I messaged you and I'm like, I have to make every single monster from scratch. <laughs> This is bullshit! (laughs) Okay. So, are we gonna start? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alright, cool. So, the door creaks open, casting a cone of light on the blonde woman sleeping on the couch. Another woman, her hair in dark braids, enters the room. Sorry that took so long, babe. I completely underestimated how long it would take you to exhibit to uh, not suck. She flips the light, crosses the room to the desk and tosses a blue leather notebook onto the bookshelf behind it before bending over it to turn off the computer. Uh, I'm paused. Uh, we were at the part uh, about the notebook. Okay. Uh, she flips the light, crosses the room to the desk, and tosses a blue leather notebook onto the bookshelf behind it before bending to turn off the computer. All right, let's go home. For the first time, she realizes the other woman hasn't woken. Frowning, she walks over the couch and gently puts a hand on her shoulder, giving a shake. Daisy, come on, let's go. Daisy does not respond. <laughs> she shakes her again, this time a little more insistently. Daisy, wake up. Nothing. Daisy? She feels the beginning of panic trying to set in, but she pushes it away as she checks Daisy's pulse. Slow, but definitely there. She sees that Daisy's breathing as well, 
but she still won't wait. As the woman reaches for her cell phone, she doesn't notice a dark shadow rising up behind her. And that's where we start. So, um, Elsbeth, yeah. it is 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. What are you doing? Um, I believe this is the day of the week that uh, I hang out down by the lake um, with a sign that says Gilman's are real. Uh, and uh, try to try to warn people away from swimming. Just fucking underlining it. Uh, <laughs> it is Dean's Tog, so that is what I do on Dean's Tog. <laughs> All right, um, a black car pulls up mm-hmm. and the window rolls down, and this man leans out and he goes, "Yomans, huh? Yeah, they they killed my prize cockatoos." They are real, I promise you. Uh, this is not bullshit. This lake is infested with Gilmans. Okay. And he kind of retreats back into the car. You can hear, hear him. Just barely hear him. He turns to the other person. And he's like, are we sure about this one? <laughs> You're like, yeah, just, yeah, just, that's what we were told. Okay, fine. And so he pops his head back out. And he's like, um, we were hoping you'd come with us. I know this sounds weird. Um, but, uh, we have a mission that we're hoping you can help us on. We know your skills, we've seen you in action, and we can pay you very well. Uh, Elizabeth stops for a second. She, uh, she was kind of expecting these people just to drive off like everybody else, but these, these folks have got to have her interest. So what I'd like to do is, and this is just sort of a, Hey, let's get used to the monster of the week. I'd like to read a, read a situation. Um, and I'd just like to see if these, I'm just trying to figure out if these people are in the up and up. So I'm going to roll my sharp. Uh, and I got a a total of four. (laughs) (laughs) These people look great. You are all about this. You notice they have like very nice suits on. You're like, how could these guys be up to anything terrible? I, uh, I fold up my sign, uh, and put it like in my, in my backpack. And I say, uh, scoot over. Uh, and, uh, and as I uh, as I uh, get in the car, like I pull a shotgun off my back and just like, uh, sorry, you know, it won't. It has to, uh, you know, sit in my lap. Otherwise, it might go off accidentally. Okay, no, that makes sense. And you can see he's got propped against the door a sniper rifle. That's usually how it rolls around here. Do you have and the then... silver bullets in there? <laughs> Not today. We haven't needed those for a while. And you guys start talking, having a nice conversation as the car pulls away. Yeah. Um. <laughs> also, I'm going to mark experience for my yes, my third role. Lena, it is Wednesday at 10 a.m. What are you doing? Um, I'm Ronda Rousey. I would say that I'm on my <laughs> third lap, <laughs> my 10 mile run. <laughs> are you running like on a track or are you like running around the neighborhood um probably running on a track <clears throat> okay you hear one of the doors open and you come in it janice of you in the committee and she comes over and she says um 
Letta, you're needed in the office. We have a task for you. And what what is she from? You cut out a little bit. Oh, she's from your your sect. Oh, perfect. Okay. I go to the office with her. All right, cool. And in the office, you see a man and a woman both in like very well tailored business suits. And when she opens the door and walks in, Janice looks at them and she's like, "Okay, well." This is Letta Stowe. Um, she is working to become a master, and I think she'd work very well for what you're looking for. The woman kind of looks at the man, and she says, well, if you think so, it's fine with us. She looks a little young, but <laughs> I'm sure if she has, you know, if you're speedy enough for her, then she'll be great. So, what are you um, What did Chris do? Read a situation? This just yeah. says read a bad situation. Well, that's basically same thing. Okay. So I roll 2d6? Yeah, sure. If you want to read a bad situation. <clears throat> and then what do I add to it? Sharp? Yeah. Sharp. Well, I mean, good thing I rolled a 12, because that's a zero to add. <laughs> you got 12? I did. I rolled two sixes. All right. So nice. you... You get to ask uh, three of these questions, and you can hold them. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victim? Sort of questions like that. Well, and it says on a 12, you can ask the keeper any questions you want about the situation, not just the listed ones. Nice. Um... Do I know anything about Janice pimping people out to individual entities? Yes, it happens all the time. <laughs> people come back alive. Mostly. Okay. There's a good chance. And you know that um, you're getting pretty close to reaching the master status and that if you do pretty well in this, you might even be there. I'll ask them. I prefer if we talked about this when we get to our headquarters. Basically, actually, yeah, let's just wait. Okay. All right, and then they give you time to run and pack some stuff, and then you guys head out. Get my fighting sticks. Okay, um, Fritz, it is 3 p.m. that same Wednesday. What are you up to? I imagine I'm in the store, uh, either, I don't know, I imagine I, I sell, like, new age quackery stuff, so probably cleaning the shelves, waiting for customers to come in. Excellent. Well, <clears throat> um... The bell above your door rings as somebody walks in. Oh, look it. Chris! Chris! Where did it go? Give it up there. Where is it? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Chris is frantically looking. Yes! Yay! <sighs> and you see a young woman going with 20 um, her haircut to like the her earlobes and she walks in she's dressed in a smart business suit 
and she kind of waits for you to turn in knowledge. Okay, before I do, I'm going to read her mind. Okay. Did you just say read her mind? Yes. That's what he said. God damn it. <laughs> I can read people's thoughts and put words in their mind. Um, I can investigate a mystery and read a bad situation without actually me talk. And I can also manipulate someone without speaking. Manipulate, not manipulate. Manipulate. Because manipulate. Manipulate. Still all the new. What? I just mispronounced manipulate. Um, you still roll the moves as normal, except people will not expect the weirdness of your mental communication. So, I really just want to get a handle on who, like, who she is and what she's looking for. I imagine this is like modus operandi for. Mm-hmm. What would that be? Investigate a mystery? Yeah. Okay. Ten. Ten. All right. So you get a hold two, and you can ask two of the questions on the list. Uh, uh, or you can kind of like build off it into a, the situation where it works. Okay. Yeah, I think I would just... What is being concealed here? I guess it's close enough to what what she's looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really the only question that I would need. Okay, so you reach into her mind and you can see that one, she's a little impatient to be waiting, but she's going to do it anyway. Be <laughs> polite. <laughs> and then also that she is part of a team that's in charge of getting a group together to um, try to find somebody. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'll, I'll turn around and clear my throat and say, yeah, I accept. Let's uh, just give me a minute to lock up, and, and we can go. Uh, she looks a little surprised, but not too surprised. You get the idea that she's dealt with a lot, a lot of weird shit, and a guy running a um, oh, what is it? What kind of business is it? A fortune teller. A fortune teller being able to read her mind wasn't too surprising yeah. to her, <laughs> and she's like, "All right, that sounds good." Okay. <laughs> and I'll lock up as we leave. All right. Dr. Truth, it's 11.20 p.m. on Wednesday. What are you doing? So I am in my apartment, which uh, is very nicely decorated. uh, And I am working on my laptop. I currently have a secure chat window open. uh, And I'm having a conversation with Spiky Turnup 99. (laughs) How many... How many, how many internet handles do you have prepped? Oh, you'll just have to wait and find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mikey Turnip Night. I gotta add that to my character list. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, capital S, capital P, I K E, capital Y, capital T, U, capital R, N, capital I P, nine nine. Okay. Matt, I love you. Just so you know. <laughs> what are you and Spiky Turnip 99 talking about? Um, we're discussing some photos that I have recently published of uh, the uh, Senate Majority Leader mid-transformation into his reptilian form. <laughs> uh, and how some people are decrying them as a hoax and of course, I'm like, of course they do. 
This is like people aren't ready for the truth to come out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, As you're mid-conversation, you hear a ping that you weren't expected on your computer and a... Uh, another chat window pops up. And in the window, um, it says, we can get you the answers you need. Uh, is, is there a name on the window? Uh, <laughs> it's just a mixture of numbers and letters. It's like R279YXV12. Uh, I tell Spiky Turnip, uh, G2G, and then close the window. <laughs> God, that Spiky next- Turnip's a little confused because he wasn't aware it's 2007, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> is, this, is this present day? I don't know that we established a time frame. Uh, <laughs> in, in the new window, I will, I will just type... I'm listening. It's uh, a, another message comes. It says, check your account. I do. All right. You see that in your bank account, there has been an added $100,000. Motherfuck. And then it says, if you're interested, we're outside. Outside IRL. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will get up and like go to the window and look down, and I imagine there's like a car with yep. people. Yep, it's idling out there. Uh, all right, I will close my laptop and sort of put it in my biker bag, sling it over my shoulder. Um, the biker bag is covered with like X-Files patches and yeah, I will head out. Okay, great. When you get there, the door opens in the back of the car and sitting in there is a woman with blonde hair, um, pulled back into a ponytail and a business suit. And she says, make yourself at home. There's a charger or a, um, power outlet over on the left side and she points it out. Uh, I want to try and um, read a bad situation here. Alright. Roll for it. So this is sharp? Yep. Okay. That's a, an eight. All right, so you get to ask one question. Uh, Hang on, I got to pull up the questions. Okay, so it says, uh, what? So these are, um, you can kind of amend it a little bit. Yeah, I got it, I got it. Um, Are there dangers... I haven't noticed. Um, the woman, you can kind of tell now that you're looking a little closer, obviously has weapons hidden on her 
form, but um, she doesn't look like she means anyone any harm. Okay. Uh, I will I will climb in. So, so who are you with? Is this like CAA, deep cover? Like- <laughs> uh, we're a private organization. Uh, you can just refer to us as uh, the corporation for now. Ew, okay, okay. Military contract. I get it. I get it. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. So, uh, why are you out here looking for the truth? What did you say? Why are you out here looking for the truth? Oh, we know. <laughs> you can kind of just see her sigh. And she tells the driver to go on and she puts in her headphones. <laughs> <laughs> she has no time for your shit. <laughs> and you guys drive off. <laughs> All right. So it is Thursday. Um, you guys spent the uh, previous night, actually, Elizabeth, the previous two nights in a um, in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And you're brought into this very nondescript building. Brought downstairs, um, and as you enter that, it's the hallway. It, it looks like an office, but it's like surprisingly clean. And it seems like the lights are a little too bright for what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. You almost feel like you're being watched as you're being led down the hall, uh, each of you individually, <laughs> and then you're put into what's basically a conference room. And it's pretty pretty freaking awesome seats so like you can like recline it and they're really soft and you just sit sit there for a little while and waiting are we all there yes you're brought in within like 15 minutes of each other are there windows um there are no windows to the outside but the wall that goes to the hallway is glass um i look at each of you Quizzically, and then I look at you, Doctor Truth. Are you as a Doctor Truth from the internet? <laughs> hey, yeah, awesome. Nice to nice to meet one of my uh, one of my Truth fanatics. Well, Truth fanatic is perhaps a bit strong. However, I find your reptilian theories very interesting. But I think you should focus. Not, on- okay, not theories, proven facts. All right. Have you ever thought about giving a more aquatically themed monster focus, though? Like perhaps just hypothetically Gilmans? <laughs> they are sort of a reptilian, male amphibian, really. Okay, no one's gonna believe that. Like there are swamp things running around. All right, I don't deal. All right, in as right as you say that, uh, I'm across the room and pinning you against the wall, <laughs> and I just say, "Look here, Gilmans killed Jacques." And Cousteau. They exist. I saw them. You will not question them again. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I like you. And I set you down. But you must know the truth, Dr. Truth. Gilman. Do you that? To the death type of thing? Because I'm ready. <laughs> you say it's a tournament to the death type of thing? No, I'm asking. I'm asking Elsbeth. So this is like a tournament to the death type of thing? Because I'm ready. Like, that we are fighting each other? 
I thought we were fighting the monsters. Well, you're the one attacking people. Yes. I'm just trying okay. to impress in Dr. Truth the, re- the reality of the situation. And I pull out my cell phone and I hand you like this. There's like this really blurry, like nothing burger of a photo. And, nothing burger. And I'm like, this, this is the Gilman that killed by Jacques and Cousteau. I mean, you can't really. I was. A, I didn't get a chance to focus, and but that that right there is his blowhole. Uh, a voice comes from behind you, and he's a, a man's voice saying, um, "It's all right. I'll just. I'll just wait." <laughs> and you turn around, and you didn't see him enter the room, but there is a man standing <clears throat> in the corner. He too is dressed in a very sharp business suit, and weirdly enough. Um, his skin is actually green and scaly, and his hair is slipped back and black. And he's just standing there, kind of leaning against the wall, arms crossed, waiting. I knew it! He shakes his head. He goes, yeah, yeah. I know you did. And he goes, well, if you all want to sit down, we can get this started. Do we recognize him? Do I recognize him? Nope. Okay. He looks a little familiar to Dr. Truth, but not incredibly familiar. Uh, Dr. Truth is actually going to go and, like, sit almost right next to him at the table and, like, laptops open, like, uh, opening up Word document. The day I met the lizard man. So (laughs) are you guys, like... Are you going public now? Is that it? Is that why you want me here to be like your 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 publicist, your storyteller? Because I can I can get your story out, man. The real story, the truth, directly to the people. That's what I can do for you, man. I'm, if that's what you want us here, then 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 like I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Just tell me tell me what can you need. Hold the hand up, turn you off. You just we'll negotiate all of this if you all come back. Back. But from- we are willing to have a very. Very deep conversation with you. Once you fulfill your end of the bargain. Well, I think you should tell us what the bargain is before we go promise to fulfill. That was the plan in pretty much the next sentence I was going to say, but okay. <laughs> and he, I didn't want Mr. Computer here to get too excited and agree to anything on our behalf. He pulls out of a bag that's sitting on the floor next to the seat that he took. Um, Four different file folders and passes one to each of you. He's like, that's the information that we have on um, this thing. We're looking for a young woman. Her name is Margaret Thompson. Uh, Her father's the head of the agency, the corporation. Um, She was a research fellow at this museum that we have close ties with. Uh, she was getting her degree, PhD in anthropology, and she's been working there as a fellow for the past two years. Um, this museum, it's kind of a storehouse that we use. Uh, a lot of the stuff kept out is not of particular interest, but in the basement, we have we keep things that either are or are expected to have magical properties really fuck some shit up. <clears throat> Excuse my French. Um, we had sent another team, one of just people from inside the corporation, 
but they either didn't make it home or they're not fit to go back out looking for her. So we had a a few teams out there trying to decide who was best for this operation and Those your names came up. Available, so you <laughs> your names work. came up further down on the list, <laughs> but you're the only ones who came, so <laughs> when you say they're not fit, what exactly does that mean? Uh, they're in a hospital somewhere. So, so it's I missing limbs or crazy? Uh, well, I think they all have their limbs. Nobody said anything about the missing limbs. They're not conscious, so we don't know if they're crazy or not. So okay, I see, I see the doctor of truth here. And obviously, MMA fighter with the sword over there. Uh, and I know what I do, but what did you do? And I point towards Arneson the Amazing. <laughs> um, my name is Fritz, and I don't know. I... Are you also German? What? Well, with a German. name, with a name, like, with a name like Fritz. Oh. <laughs> well, Fritz, Fritz Arneson, so. Way back little, somewhere, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Just like most Americans, I'm a bit of a mutt. When you say American, she kind of wrinkles her nose. Man. <laughs> Fair. We all do it. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, the museum is in San Francisco. So we will need you guys. We will be putting you on a plane, fly you out there. Um, it's our private plane. So, you know, you don't have to worry about those airplane germs. There's plenty of stuff there to fuck you up when you get there. Are y'all still in? Yeah. I mean, what's, what's the compensation that we're looking at here? Well, I believe that the your um, your sect gets paid, Bestow. Not actually you. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're just tracking down a missing person? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Is there anything in the basement that might be helpful? In the basement of the museum that might be helpful for us in finding Miss Thompson? I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff. Her office is in the basement, too. So um, we contacted uh, the museum. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Coordinator? No. Curator? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> we contacted the museum curator, and she's waiting. She'll be waiting for you there. Give you free run of the place. See if you can find any clues or any ideas to what happened. Her friend was found in the basement, unconscious, like the other people. Do you have keys to her apartment? Uh, you, we can get them, yes. She lived on campus in uh, graduate student housing. So you're going to have to be dealing with the people in the dorm, and we expect you to be a bit discreet. <laughs> as long as I, no one I looked at Dr. Truth. <clears throat> I mean, I can't say how many of those cool college kids are going to be truth fanatics, but... I'll do my best. And the uh, and the lady in the black trench coat that 
physically assaulted one of our <laughs> just one of the people in the room within two minutes of meeting him. Yeah, I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can pull off discretion. Uh, yeah, well, we can always take care of it later. <laughs> and he pulls out of the bag a small um, metal briefcase, opens it up, and in it are five syringes. He goes, "These are in case of emergency." Don't go fucking around with them. They're highly addictive. Oh. <laughs> um, they basic... And you get the impression they're basically a, like a, a medicine, sort of amphetamines, okay. and will uh, cause you to heal. He goes on to explain that they took it from... Um, they kind of bioengineered something from a werewolf serum. <laughs> from werewolves and what it does is it uh, increases your healing ability so you heal at a rapid rate once you use it but if you keep using it you'll start going a little crazy and then if you well they hadn't actually gotten to the point yet but <laughs> they think things would go very very badly if you use <laughs> werewolves are real too of course and so are fucking Gilman. I told you. <laughs> I didn't realize the world was so full of people who didn't know that these things are real. The guy strategy does me neither. I look curiously at Dr. Truth and Elspeth. <laughs> she says, I don't know where you came from, but out in the world, it's... Most people never even realize they're there. She says, I didn't believe they were there until the day that they were. The day that they took... Clearly, clearly this shell I have cracked is only the top of the mountain. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he shakes his head and he goes, kid, you have no idea. That's some prime internet writing speech right there. <laughs> And he gets up from the table and goes, well, I'll leave the four of you to get better acquainted. Uh, somebody should come down within the half hour um, to show you to the uh, the runway and the jet. Okay. So do you have your sword with you? Uh... Yes. My ah. sword, My I, I actually changed it. I have a big sword, yeah. so not just a regular size sword. This thing's fucking gigantic. Uh, I have a silver knife, and then I still have my sniper rifle. So basically, sword on one hip, knife on the other, and a sniper rifle case uh, across my back. Nice. I look like a bag full of fucking trouble. <laughs> um, uh, I've got a... I was wrong earlier. It wasn't a shotgun. I have a hunting rifle uh, on my back. That I, uh, um, and, I, and, and I'm just like, that is a very nice sword. Where did you get it? How old is your character? Uh, she's like 23. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what was your question? That is a very nice sword. Where did you get it? It was given to me as soon as I was tall enough to wield it. By my sec master. She says, I considered this sword when I was picking mine out too, but it didn't have, uh, it was too much, uh, how do you say, uh, finesse for me. I pull out my sword, yeah. and it literally comes up to here. I look at it, 
and I look at you, it's really not a lot of finesse. <laughs> I give you a big, I give you a big dopey grin, and I'm just like, I think you and I are going to be the best of friends. Uh, the, the the description literally says three harm hand messy heavy. Well, no, mine also has got something similar. So I actually pull out um, something from the side of my hip, like in a pouch, and it looks when I pull it out, it first looks like a batarang. Kind of what? like almost like a battering, like it's got like uh, it's kind of like a, like a half crescent shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I push a button on it, and like the f- crescent shape sort of flips up, then flips over, uh, and then like this telescoping handle comes down. <laughs> uh, and then I'm just before you, before your eyes, it turns into this pretty much this huge fucking double ended battle axe. Uh, battle axe, okay. Nice. Also messy. A folding battle axe. <laughs> A collapsible battle axe. Great. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna read a bad situation. Okay. Which is this room and these people. Okay. While he does that, I'm gonna ask Elspeth how many years have you had uh, in combat training? Um, she says, uh, "Well, it's been three years since I lost to Jacques and Cousteau, so uh, three years." I, I I'm sorry. And I wouldn't say I have so much of the training as I do with the Amza job experience. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, Sean, you get to ask your question. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, what's... Uh, I think everything's the biggest threat. What's my best way out of this room, just in case? Open the door. <laughs> 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 I, kind of, I kind of edge myself around this very unusual conversation to make sure there's nothing between me and the door. All right. Well, you do that successfully. Right. Uh, and, I, and I push a button and my axe kind of collapses back into itself and I put it back in its axe pouch. Axe pouch. Uh, so just a bit of uh, background. I feel like uh, Leda has not spent much time around people who aren't part of the sect. They're very secretive and they do their work uh, quietly. And so meeting someone with a gigantic battle axe who just admitted to only having three years of <laughs> experience. <laughs> she's not going to get too close to that one when she's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even need to make that roll to read that correctly. <laughs> there's, there's how what's the reach on that battle axe? Because that's how far away I want to be from El- threat. <laughs> okay, Doctor Truth, what are you up to? Uh, is there Wi-Fi here? Uh, there is not. You have no internet access. Then I am just taking notes of what's going on and like constantly looking back at the lizard man. Oh, he's left. He left. Yeah. Oh, he left. I say. Uh, then probably like fold my laptop up and be like, oh, feels good to be right. <laughs> Put my feet up on the table. So, Fritz, <laughs> so Fritz where in America are you from? Oh. An excellent question. <laughs> and what did you say you do again? Oh, a little of this, a little of that. That is not very specific. What? Okay, I, I'm, okay. I'm well aware of that. Uh, it is the four of us. There are four Gilmen in front of us. 
How do you handle the situation? <laughs> I unzip the uh, duffel bag next to me and show uh, and show Elspeth a shotgun. Probably with this. Maybe with something else. I close it up and put it back. <laughs> I, I'll just, you know, take it as it take it as it comes. Okay, you see this man walking down the hallway. He's about six three, uh, very broad shouldered. It's very hairy arms, very hairy face, <laughs> long hair that's like pulled back into a ponytail. And he opens the door. Is this yeah. a werewolf? All right, ready, ready to go. Are you guys ready? I'm to bring you to the airplane. Uh, yeah, I guess. And then, as you guys, <laughs> you guys give half-hearted response. He just turns and starts leading the way. You have to rush to catch up with him. Okay, follow. Yep. I thought about reading a bad situation, but the guy didn't like make any violent moves, so there's no use, I guess. Uh, as we're walking. I'm going to, like, get in step with Lita and be like... Just another day in the life. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, we are we are warriors for truth. I mean, some of us are warriors. Have you ever actually killed a monster? I mean, no, but I've written many cutting exposés <laughs> and... You know, killing the monsters is important. Not going to take that away from you. You're doing good work, but like, you gotta like, you gotta lift the veil, right? You gotta pull back the wool from the sheeple's eyes and <laughs> let them see reality. That's what I do. That's, so, that's that's my contribution to the cause. So you encourage panic in the masses? Then that's rude. I mean, it's not panic. It's understanding. You guys turn down this hallway. And the walls on the side of the hallway were glass, like the one room you were in. But as soon as you turn, you see them go opaque as you're led down the hall. Hmm. Oh, that's, yeah, that's kind of spooky. That's very slick. Well, this isn't for you guys to see. Well, that's really specific. What is on the other side of the wall? He just turns. Glares at you and keeps walking. <laughs> I, I had to try. If it's Gilman, I will be very disappointed. <laughs> he shakes his head. He goes, "We haven't had one of those in years." You know why? <laughs> if anything, his pace seems to speed up a little bit. Like he's really looking forward to handing you guys off when you get to the runway. <laughs> I think our team power is making things awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as usual. Yeah. Let's be real. So you get to the end of the hall. Before we get to the end of the awesome. hall, actually, I want to fall back to Dr. Truth. And I, I just... <laughs> and uh, And I just want to say... Um, I want to say I'm sorry for pushing you against the wall. I just get very... When people deny me my experiences, what I've seen with my eyes, it just gets very pushy. No, I, I, I get it. We're cool. We're cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I give you a I'm, slightly I'm good. too hard slap on the back and say, good. Ah, jeez. All right. Get a little careful. All right. These are $4,000 glasses. So just. What? 
<laughs> do they let you see like monsters like and they live no these are these are retinal scan proof all right <laughs> The, the man hits the button to call the elevator again. <laughs> God damn it, Matt. <laughs> I think you almost killed Chris with that one. <laughs> God damn it. You know what flashed through my head was you did a lot of character prep. <laughs> Dr. Truth is my favorite. <laughs> Oh. Here, a low beat, and the elevator doors open. Right. <laughs> Was not expecting that. Not <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hits the main level, the button for the main level, and the doors close behind you guys. Once you get off from the main level, he leads you out the back door to where you see um, a, a bus waiting for you. Like the little short bus. <laughs> Very nondescript. He Party van. Loads that loads you guys onto it, and he drives into he gets into the driver's seat and heads down the road a little ways, a little farther out of town, towards the runway. Doctor Truth man spreads. I would scramble to get in and go all the way to the back. Dr. Truth, no longer favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) All right, so you get to the runway. He puts the bus in park, opens the doors, and beckons you to follow. Follow. Mm -hmm. All right, so you walk into a hangar. And the big doors in the front are open, and you, inside you see a um, a light blue jet. It was pretty fancy, very shiny. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressed. Uh, Dr. Truth, you're not as impressed because you were just wired $100,000 last night, so you are expecting them to have lots and lots of cash. <laughs> I mean, I already knew that the reptilians controlled the banks, so <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> the gangway is it called the gangway on the plane the stairs are down and the door is open um, and he's like well this is where I'm leaving you and he nopes the fuck out yeah thank you kind fair wolf man um, I'm not a wolf man I have a glandular problem <laughs> and he leaves <laughs> uh. <laughs> I always get that. <laughs> well, you work with a reptilian. What is I supposed to think? Um, I, uh, He's really not very good with people. Great with birds. Not good with people. <laughs> uh, she says, I really hope they have booze on this plane. I've, I have never ridden in the sky before, but I hear they have booze usually. <laughs> Uh, do you guys board the plane? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go in all the way to the back. Okay, y'all. Uh, they have a steward who is working the plane. He takes your drink orders. Um, I will ask if the plane has Wi-Fi. He gives you the password. See what you actually can't get on a lot of the sites. 
you're used to getting on. And when you try to go in the chat rooms or to post something, your computer actually just turns off. <clears throat> you're able to turn it back on, but when you try to... Basically, you get the idea that there's something keeping you from talking about what you're doing now, at least until you're done. They've got hunter controls on the uh, on the Wi-Fi. All right, the plane takes off. All right. Okay. And guys, do, kind do, of relax. Do, do they have booze? Yes. All right. Uh, Elizabeth is getting tanked because she's never flown before and she's a little scared of it. He actually only gives you one drink. You get the, the feeling that they, uh, it's, a, it's a strong drink, but they obviously don't want you drunk when you land because you're going straight to the museum. <laughs> <laughs> he does, though, offer you a Xanax. There uh, you go. Gratefully take it. <laughs> <laughs> he sees you look a little nervous, asks you a Xanax, uh, gives, also gives you, um, the remote control to the big TV on the side of the plane. Ooh. That'd be hilarious if, like, I turn it on and it's, like, Creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and I flip the channel and it's, like, uh, uh, oh, um, Cabin in the Woods, but it's the scene where the merman kills the guy. I flip the scene. <laughs> and see, so when you turn it on, it seems like it's special programming. It's basically, like, a National Geographic show. Um, but it's about, uh, Selkies. Oh, cool. (laughs) The the British Selkie is found often in the British Isles. Is it it, it still like David Attenborough? Because I can only... (laughs) Actually, you think it's Morden Freeman, which is really weird. (laughs) All right. So, uh, does anyone else want to do anything while they're on the plane? Yeah, once we get to, like, cruising altitude and the seatbelt sign goes off, uh, I'm going to go back closer to where uh, Fritz is and have a seat. And it's like, hey, uh, so what's your deal, man? <laughs> I, I run a, uh, a, a fortune teller shop in, in uh, Sheboygan. Uh, it's just it's fun to say. Sheboygan. Yeah. Really? Either that or Poughkeepsie. You'd rather Poughkeepsie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? No. Okay. I like <laughs> uh, You know, and, and, and occasionally the world is a very strange place, so I end up uh, doing crap like this. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, I mean, why, not, why not do you think... I'm a lizard person, guaranteed. I don't know if you've developed a test or something for that, but... What'd you say? <clears throat> said not a lizard person. That's all right. I'm, 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 I believe you. I, I, think you're, I think you're a good guy. Uh, so, but, you know, why, why, uh, why, why are these folks bringing a, a fortune teller along on this? Like, do you have actual psychic powers? Are you, are you uh, a sensitive <laughs> I mean, why Why else would they bring me? I mean, we've already got two well-armed lunatics, and, uh, and you've got a computer, so. <laughs> you've got a, your superpower is you have a computer. 
this really is feeling like early aughts. (laughs) 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 Feeling like the early aughts. (laughs) All right, dude. Well, that's cool. Uh, I I don't think I caught your name. Oh, uh, Fritz. 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 Yeah. All right. Do you, you, um, you have a name or do you just prefer Dr. Truth? Dr. Truth is the only name you need to know. Okay. It mm-hmm. keeps you safe. It keeps me safe. <laughs> and uh, as, as I get up, I'll start walking back to my seat, then stop and turn and, and lean in and say to Fritz, uh, just so you know, the one with the sword, she and I, I think, got a little connection going on, so <laughs> you're aware. If this, if this, if this mini arc doesn't end with uh, Dr. Truth <laughs> impaled... Matt, you're just putting killing me. I love it. <laughs> uh, is, there, is this like a, like a two-seater plane? Is this like a luxury plane? How big is this? Luxury plane? So is there uh, like some space? Yes. Um... There's a few seats in the front that are like traditional airplane rows where you guys are sat in in, in the beginning for takeoff and you're going to sit there again and landing. But the rest of them are like uh, basically like just reclining type chairs that you can turn to either direction on the plane. And in the back, there's a, like a sofa. And then to the side, there's another smaller sofa. Um, Letta has moved one of the sofas and is practicing restrained but obviously very violent moves. Yeah, and uh, my my response to Doctor Truth was, um, "You don't have to be a, a fortune teller to know that you're going to get eviscerated." <laughs> but nice meeting you. <laughs> the steward is looking obviously uncomfortable about Letta moving the uh, <laughs> furniture around, and um, <laughs> looks like he wants to sit, tell her not to, but there's absolutely no way he has the guts to do it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she'll make a mess, but she'll put it all back when she's done. Um, <laughs> so as soon as the, the sit-down sign comes on, she'll move it back. Like, just like the smaller sofa, she picks it up and moves it over. <laughs> now he's just less impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Ronda Rousey, bitches. Ronda yeah. Rousey with magic. All right, anything else you guys want to do before it lands? Uh, so when Stuart, after the Xanax kicks in... Or- <laughs> Uh, I uh, asked the steward, so where are we going? Where did I say? San Francisco? San, San Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to land just outside San Francisco and then uh, take your car. Are we going straight to uh, the museum? Are, we're not. I'm not coming. What are, are we going straight to the museum? Or? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the orders. I mean, missing person. Kind of time-sensitive. Oh, no, officer. I just like to know the things. Will we get to ride one of those trolley cars that you see in the Riceroni commercials? I don't know. Super early I don't know trolley. Yeah. <laughs> like, even 90s. <laughs> Riceroni. Well, we, we just got to Riceroni in Germany like three years ago, so... Uh. <laughs> Uh, he excuses himself and 
breaks protocol by making you another drink, hopefully just. (laughs) (laughs) And as he hands it to me and I take a sip, I just say under my breath, mission accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Uh, You're being escorted out and actually to the limousine this time. Mm -hmm. Nice. But it's like one of those really tacky white ones with the gray root. Ah, Not really that impressive. Um, But when you get inside, it's like all leather. There's wood paneling on the sides. There's a bar in there, but it's not full. But it does have waters and sodas. (laughs) Um, And there are outlets everywhere. And it looks like Strangely enough, there's like special seats for your guns. Oh. So you can like prop them up in there so they're ready at a moment's notice. Nice. As uh as as me and Letta are putting our guns uh and I look at hers and I say, Oh, very nice. Uh I get the Remington bolt action. Is that is that what you got there with the scope? No, this is a sniper rifle, so that I can kill things without them even knowing I'm there. Well, I mean, mine is a hunting rifle, which is basically a sniper rifle, yeah? <laughs> no. <laughs> Deflated. Elsbeth sits in the car. Question. Did we just, like, circumnavigate airport security with all of our myriad of firearms and oh, ha- fun combat fact, weapons? Fun fact, Matthew. When you take a private plane, you don't have to go through airport security. The rich people just don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can take Good all the you want. It's actually a real thing. Yeah. You left from private airport to private airport. Yeah. Yep. You, also, you also don't have to deal with You don't have to deal with taxes or prison sentences. Oh, or even <laughs> even passports. Uh, people that usually people that fly in private jets to countries often don't have to check in with customs when they get there. So. <clears throat> Nice. Yep. All right, and I introduce myself to the driver before I get into the car. All right, he introduces himself. He's like, "Hey, Darren McCann." But are you already? I think so. All right. Well, you can roll the window up or roll the window down. Um, what about the sunroof? <laughs> it, it actually uh, doesn't work. It's reinforced. Um, just in case of the emergency. I nod. Good. <laughs> uh, does the car have, like, tinted windows or just yes. normal? Okay. Tinted windows. Um, he tells you the ride's going to be about an hour and a half. And you should be pulling up to uh, the museum around nightfall. Yeah. I will... Um, Doze in the car on the drive. Let us sleeps. How's <laughs> that? Uh, if other people are sleeping, I'm going to keep vigil. <laughs> two two drinks and a Xanax. I'm going to keep keep the vigil. Well, going. I figured I actually figured I dozed off on the plane, so. <laughs> And yeah, it's like a bleary, bleary-eyed vigil, so. <laughs> Do you have any of the water? Uh, yeah, no, I have all the water. You feel, like, 
a renewed sense of peppiness. Oh. You can feel peppiness early when you drink the water. You expect that there... And it actually feels a little weird, but you expect there's some sort of magic effect to it. Oh, cool. Does that give me, like, uh, like one going forward or anything like that? No, you're just, not, like, not slightly drunk and Xanaxy anymore. <laughs> Fair. I'll take it. <laughs> nice. Um, you pull up in front of the museum, and Darren pulls it... Actually, not in front of the museum. You kind of pull around the side and into the back doors. It's kind of like a loading dock. And you see a woman standing there, apparently waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has graying hair. Um, and she's pretty short. She has to be no more than like five foot three. And she looks a little anxious. <laughs> Wait till she meets us. <laughs> Uh, I walk straight up to her and say, reporting for duty. Okay. <laughs> I, I will let uh, Fritz and uh, and Dr. Truth uh, walk in front of me. That way, keeping an eye on everybody. I, I, I walk straight up to the woman and say, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she turns a lot of her, holds out her hand. She's like, nice to meet you. Jogan uh, Helwig. What is it? Geraldine Helwig. H-E-L-W-I-G. Geraldine, all right. Oh, Geraldine, okay. Helwig. Hello, Dr. Jeff. Truth is, is trying to be inconspicuous by which she's being totally conspicuous and being like... <laughs> <laughs> she she, has, she goes, just turns a lot and like, what's with that one? Uh, I don't know. He's a computer. I don't want to blow our cover. All right. Oh, it's no. We're here on. It's it's dark outside. And we're yeah, behind but big building. Have you ever heard, heard of infrared? Like, <laughs> never <laughs> assume that they're not watching. Because I I think I should when you guys then that way you can get started. At least so we're not making fools of ourselves in the street. Yeah. See her uh, wave to Darren, who starts the engine of the limo again and drives off. Um, she turns to the door, puts in the code, and you hear uh, mechanical unlocking, and she opens the door to guide you guys in. I asked her what the code was. Am I able to see what the code was? <laughs> um, here, roll, add them to pressure. Oh, okay, roll a thing. Okay. Oh, God! <laughs> Uh-oh. What do I act under pressure? Plus cool. Plus cool. Plus cool. Uh, so, six? <laughs> I think it was one, 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 one. Okay. Uh, does that mean yeah, I get an experience? What? Does that mean total of six or less? So I get an experience for that, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will just ask Geraldine if we can have the code in case... We all get separated. <laughs> you shouldn't need the code. But um, she pulls a key off of the ring and she says, you can use this, but I do need that back at the end of the night. <laughs> do not duplicate little key. Yes. <laughs> it's like one of those big square gold ones. 
Yeah. It looks like it was made in like 1923. <laughs> it probably hasn't been used in the past decade. Will this get us uh, in through any door in the building? Uh, it'll get you through this back door um, and then down into the basement. But the basement door is all locked right now anyway. You guys have free reign for the museum. Okay. Okay. Is there any place in particular you want to start? Um, well, the girl disappeared from the basement, correct? Um, potentially. Her notebook was down there. Uh, she had been here working late on a uh, on an exhibit, but we don't know. There was nobody else around. We don't know for sure. Probably best to start from the bottom and work our way up. Uh, you're the professionals. <laughs> I'm just a curator. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. You've got to, you know, you, you work. You, you know, you don't want to paint yourself in the corner. So you go from the bottom, work up. Okay, so she leads you in. Um, in the back, through the back of the door, uh, the place you walk into the center of the museum. Where the hell is my thing? There we go. Okay, and in the middle, you see um, a large brontosaurus skeleton. Looks like it's poised to strike, and across from it is a T-Rex skeleton. And as you walk in, you actually can walk right underneath between the legs of the brontosaurus as you cross the room. Uh, Um, Leta is completely enchanted. Uh, She has never been to a museum before. Ooh, this is interesting. Does she know what dinosaurs are? Yes. <laughs> about them, but not a lot of real world experience except for murdering monsters. She's, she, she knows what dinosaurs are, and she also knows what island they're still on. <laughs> <laughs> you may not be wrong. <laughs> so you cross the main foyer and then through these, uh, these stone doorways and you see the ticket booth and she kind of leads you to the side of it and unlocks the door and you can go downstairs into the basement. She tells you "Um, I'm just going to be in my office the entire time. Uh, Down and the third door on the left was Maddie's office. Does she give us directions to her office as well? It is definitely the big office in the front. Okay. Is the basement well lit? Yeah. Um, at least this room thing? is. <laughs> it's very well lit. Uh, it seems like this is, well, not seems, it's obvious this is where the like fellows and the curator and everyone spends most of their time working. Um, if you pull up Rule 20, there's a map of the basements on there. The map's basically... Um, I think you might need to redo it. Well, I'm glad those weren't real dinosaurs, which was my fear when I first saw them. <laughs> yes, they are real dinosaurs. I was like, oh, fuck, we're fighting dinosaurs this session. <laughs> I, Matt, I can't... What? I've pulled up a, a, a different page. You have so to- there's... And the little drop down, there's a little flag that says players. You have to move that onto the players oh. onto the map you want the players to see. Oh. There we go. There we okay. are. Cool. 
So there's like bookshelves in front of us? Uh, no, you you came down in the bottom part. Um, there's a hallway that goes around in the circle, and then the and each of them has a different name on them. Okay. I've got the site. So if I one that has Thompson or Margaret Thompson, whatever, whichever one of those. All right. Yeah, well, uh, it's the following the large the woman that she said. What was that? The third door on the left side, right. that she said. Right. <laughs> so I will open the office door. Unlocks the door. And there you go. And walks away. Where are you saying? I was saying, I just follow behind the big, strong women. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'd like to... Uh, I'd like to investigate a mystery. <laughs> so I'd like, right. to, I'd like, I'd like to search the room. Uh, I guess is is kind of how. Great, uh, we're all investigating mystery. All right. Can we do the same things at the same time? Uh, yeah. it, it's like help uh, for in this system it would be like helping. So like would have a primary person, uh, and then the other yeah. person would assist them. Oh well, I actually have helping hands. So if I help someone, you get plus two. Ooh. Okay. Nice. So yeah. I roll. Yeah. Plus my cool, which is actually plus one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, four, five. Sorry, I only got a five. What does it say when you... About <laughs> so, when you fail? So it doesn't you, say anything. You hinder okay. me, I believe, is what happens. Well, yeah. I was wondering if that one said something specific, though. Oh. It just says yeah, on a plus ten, on a seven to nine, and on a twelve. It doesn't have anything about less than seven. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't have anything on my sheet, either. So that means nothing bad happens, right? No, you just fail to help them out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No I don't get a penalty. You, you expose yourself to it, but there's no danger right now. All right. All right. So roll. Uh, I got Actually, you know what? Caitlin, uh, Leto, while you are trying to do something uh, to help Elizabeth, you see kind of peeking out from the bottom of um, the couch um, a gold chain. Oh, well, I grabbed the gold chain. All right, you pull out, and it pulls out a necklace. It has a shiny black stone and a lot of gold work around it, holding it to the chain itself. And it actually looks like the design is a really old design, but it was made new, so it's just like a replica of something. Okay. Um... Let me yeah. think about that. All right. Uh, I got an eight. Um, so I'm going to, since I'm searching the room, my question is, uh, what is being concealed here in this office? All right. Um, you see uh, what looks like some scraping mm-hmm. in the carpet on the floor. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the bookshelf has been ransacked. And when you look over at it, uh, you see that there are a bunch of uh, blue leather notebooks and they have dates on them. So like January 3rd, mm-hmm. uh, January 3rd, 2017 through um, November 6th, 2017. And then uh, it goes from you know two years ago 
to now, but in the middle, there's looks like there's at least two books missing. Uh, any any specific dates on those? What I would what I would extrapolate based on the surrounding volumes. It looks like um, from December of last year to May of this year. So December two thousand seventeen to May two thousand eighteen. I say, uh, hey Fritz, uh, Fritz, um, doctor, doctor. Uh, the oh. the journals from twelve seventeen to five eighteens are missing. Well, the curator might be able to tell us what she was working on at that time. Do do we know exactly? Do we know when she disappeared? It was last Friday. Okay, um, I'm going to actually use magic. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and it says observe another place or time. I was actually just going to do that. I would like to observe this office last Friday. Last Friday? Yeah. Uh, can you give a specific time? Do you need like a specific time, or are you just going to sit there and watch the entire thing? I don't know. I mean, I would think... I'll say I can give you like an hour and a half. Okay. Not that, I mean, you're going to see the interesting stuff, but I'm not going to make you watch like the entire day, yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's very kind of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah describe the whole day. And now she picks her nose for the fourth time. <laughs> but this she kind of lifts over on one butt cheek for it, and it sits back down. <laughs> <laughs> Basically what happens in the, there's a woman, blonde woman, sleeping on the couch and door opens and another woman about the same age, you know, mid twenties, comes in, um African American, pretty tall. Uh she has a notebook and she tosses it on the bookshelf. And you can see that it matches with the notebooks that are missing. Okay. But they all seem to be there at that point in time. And you hear, you know, the exchange. She goes over to check on the girl on the couch. And then you see this sort of dark, amorphous shape materialize behind her. And it comes forward and then encompasses her. And she gets up and walks away. Hmm. And then the thing was gone after it encompassed her. Mm-hmm. And I, I imagine I'm narrating it for, for these people. Um, is there a way that my, I guess that I can follow her? No, because you chose the room. Okay. Do I see which direction she's going? Uh, looks like she turned left towards the stairs. Okay. <clears throat> and the books are and the books are still there at this point. Yeah. The journals are still there. Okay. And do I have any idea what this thing might be? Um, roll investigating mystery. 
No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I get experience. Um, can I use magic? Almost the exact same thing that he did. I want to observe another place or time, but I want to focus on the lock. It's a locket that I found, right? Uh, no, it's just like a necklace with a pendant. Oh, okay. Well, I want to focus on the pendant. Um, for I, I just want to focus on the pendant and see what comes to me, basically. Okay. Is that detail enough? Um, sure. <laughs> I got it with a five, so I imagine this isn't going to go well. And I got wait, use magic. What do I add to that? Weird. Weird. So four, five, six. So nope. I told you I'd be great at experience in this. <laughs> um, so weirdly enough, when you try to focus on this necklace, uh, you feel it get hot in your hand, and you drop it, and oh. you see that um, you now have a burn in your hand. So take one harm. Oh fuck! Do yeah. I think that this thing is cursed? Um, roll. I don't know. Investigate a mystery again. <laughs> Somebody's gonna level up. <laughs> uh, investigate a mystery five. I'm not even kidding. Run <laughs> away from leveling up, guys. You pick it up again. Okay. <laughs> 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 and then immediately drop in and suffer another harm. God damn it. Um. Do we see this? Yeah, I was just gonna say. Am I watching this happen? <laughs> Yes, everyone sees it happening. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I, uh, I take off one of my leather gloves and I I offer it to you. I'm not touching it again. I will, uh, I'll go squat down by the thing and, um, this says I can enchant a weapon. Can I also determine if there's an enchantment on something? Sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> I will try to use magic to do that. But squatting next to the thing, not, <laughs> not touching it. Oh, no. I did not. I did not do that. Okay. I, I fell over. <laughs> I tried to squat and fell over. So it's yeah. kind of distracted me. <laughs> uh, so you try to read ma- uh do magic on it, and you see it flare up again and start burning a hole in the carpet. Definitely magical. Yeah. Anyone else have any ideas? I'm going to grab one of the journals that's still on the bookshelf and, like, flip through it. Like, what's recorded in these journals? Uh, They seem to just be research notes. Uh, Researching what sort of thing? Uh, from what you can read, there's a lot of shorthand, but you gain the under- get the understanding that um, it's a bunch of different notes about how to set up specific exhibits. She um, and they're all related to the Cradle of Civilization exhibit uh, on the first floor. Uh, <clears throat> is the the necklace like cooled off? Actually, it looks like it's cooled off. But the carpet has caught a little bit of flame. <laughs> Nobody's paying attention to it. <laughs> I there, will stamp it out. 
Is there a box or anything around that we can put this thing in? Um, there's a drawer in the desk. That doesn't like there's any boxes. I'm going. I'm going to stamp out the fire. Uh huh. Then uh, from my pocket, I whip out my butterfly uh, knife and like use it to scoop up the uh, the chain of the necklace. So I'm like holding it on the end of the knife and not touching it. Okay. Say, uh, well, uh, according to her notebooks, she's been working on the Cradle of Civilization exhibit. I think maybe we should go have a look-see at that and see if maybe this is connected to it somehow. Is there anything else in the room that we should be looking at? Chris, what did you roll on your investigate check? Uh, I got an eight, so I get to ask one question, and that's what found that the uh, notebooks are missing. Oh, okay, right. All right. Um, yes, that is a good idea. Um, and uh, shall we head there? Yeah, let's head up. Has anyone searched the desk yet? Nope. Okay. I'm going to search the desk before we before we leave. So we need to search specific things, not just the room. Well, I, I assume that my questions were part of like searching many things, but yeah. Oh. Yeah. What? I, well, is that worth doing then? Yeah. Do I mean, definitely. Go for it. <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. More no experience. I did not find anything. <laughs> no work. Just because I can. I'll also investigate the desk. Hey! Sorry, I just wanted to roll something that wasn't less than a six. Uh, Eleven. All right. Um, You get to ask your question. Oh, Okay. Actually, two questions. Ten plus. Okay. Okay. Hold two. What's that mean? That means you get to ask two questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, it's described a creature... And I have some experience with monsters and creatures. What sort of creature is it? Um, from your experience, you haven't heard of anything like that exactly. So you think it's actually a different form of something else. Okay. It had probably a solid form, but this was um, this was it making itself into something that could uh, either control or penetrate another form. Okay. And then I get to ask a second question. Can I just make up a question, or does it have to be one from the list? It's got to be, like, close to one of the ones on the list. Okay. Like, in that sort of same vein. But I don't think you have to completely be into that. Okay. Um, can I switch it to... Do I have to focus on the same thing for both questions? What do you mean, focus on the same thing? Well, can I ask a question about the locket or the necklace? Sure. Okay. Um, 
What? Other than burning, was it going to do anything else? No, and you notice that now that you're not trying to use any sort of magic on it, it seems to be pretty chill. <laughs> pretty chill. Okay. Okay. That's the extent of my questions. Okay. So what now? So I think we're going upstairs to the Creation of Life Museum. The Cradle of Life Exhibit. Cradle of Life Exhibit. Cradle of Civilization. Yeah, Cradle of Civilization. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's if it's like cool enough to touch, I'm going to start examining this thing to see if there's like microcircuitry or <laughs> any like mundane explanation for spontaneous fire starting. I mean, it looks like a rock. It's like a pretty solid rock. I say you probably should have rolled that. <laughs> All right, so I, I'll once again take up the rear as we head up. Well, what's marching orders then? I'll go first. Uh, I'll go third and force someone else between me and Dr. Truth. <laughs> I'll go second. And as soon as we get upstairs, I'm going to, like, hug the wall. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't... I don't trust these maniacs behind me too much. <laughs> Alright. All right. So you're going upstairs. Um, the cradle civilization, it's, up, it's the one on the right. In the main, right. Off of the main hallway. The main foyer. Okay. 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 I will look... Mm-hmm. I, I will investigate first of all to see if there's anything missing from here. <laughs> no. Five. Uh, you don't know. Well, you don't know what's supposed to be here. Uh, so you have no clue. So uh, I'm going to ask Fritz. So in your vision, was this darkness that enveloped her? Did it like seem to be controlling her? Did it? Well, it. It enveloped her, and then she got up and walked out of the room. Like, was it enveloping her as she walked out the room? No, it enveloped her while she was sitting. She was kneeling down in front of the um, She was kneeling down in front of her friend, and it enveloped her, and then she got up and stood up and walked out of the room. I mean, I I can't tell you any... After the darkness enveloped her, did, did the darkness disappear? Yes. I assumed it was it, it had taken her over. So definitely not the guild man we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you have a folding axe so you can keep grinding it all the time. Right. Um, how close are we to the curator's office? That's back downstairs. <laughs> oh, okay. You want to split? The, we, should, we should split the party. You should head down there. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, I'm just going to say we should check and see if there's anything on cameras. I'm sure they've checked them already, and they would have told us. But before we go, we should check the cameras. Okay. Um, 
Uh, he's Matt's looking at the Cradle of Civilization exhibit. I'm gonna. What's the exhibit next to it? So the, the Cradle of Civilization is it just the one that has like the map and the picture, or is it also the one that has like the tablet and the head? It's all of it. Yeah. All right. I'm actually gonna go explore the other side then. Like the uh, tablet on the Yeah. Okay. So you walk into that room, and it has some typical. You know, old pots and tools, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, museum in the far it. corner, the far mm-hmm. south, south corner, um, you see this giant statue. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's made out of clay. Yeah. And it has a vaguely, like, humanoid head and shoulders, but beyond that, it's just, like, curves down slightly and just kind of lumbers there. It's when you walked in, it kind of made you jump a little bit because it kind of looks like somebody just standing in the corner, but then you quickly realize, oh, no, that's nothing. And on the other side, um, there's this huge stone monolith. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to... Let's see, I don't know if this is investigated mystery, so I'm just going to... I'm actually going to get, like, uncomfortably close to the exhibits. Like, ignore... Mm-hmm. And just kind of, like, look behind them, like, kind of, like, wibble them a little bit, see. Uh, roll act under pressure. Sure. <laughs> Three. <laughs> As you get close to, like, the stone man in the corner, uh, you set off the alarm. <laughs> you hear this wailing sound over all the speakers in the museum. Letta whips out her sword. <laughs> I didn't hear that happening, and so she's ready. I, uh, I, I kind of jog out, and I'm just like, uh, somebody touched the thing. Um, <laughs> totally believable. <laughs> yeah, Dude. it's still going off. Um,. I head up the stairs to go talk to the curator lady. Alright. As you uh, go down the stairs, you can see that she's opened uh, one of the other rooms down there and seems to be putting a code into a keypad. And it takes a minute. Keypad flashes, and then the alarms stop. Oh, good. Sorry! She's it, it, it's fine. I turned them off for now, so it doesn't happen again. I wasn't expecting you all to uh, be so vigorous when you're searching. <laughs> well, while while we've got you here, do you know? Um, do you know what specifically Margaret was working on? Uh, December 2017 to May of 2018. Ah. Uh, Give me a minute. And uh, she walks back towards her office and pulls up her computer and goes through some files for a little bit. She says, well, we had recently gotten a... uh, She had recently come back um, from a dig with... uh, Looks like the Babylonian monolith and the... uh, statue that were up there. So it's probably research on them. 
okay. showing how they should be on the exhibit, things like that. Um, and do you have any uh, <clears throat> video camera footage from the night that she disappeared? She grimaces a little bit, and she says, so we don't usually tell people this, you know, for security reasons, but cameras don't really work in here. <laughs> wow. There's too, too much side feed going on from all the artifacts that we have. I'm sure they told you about it before you were sent here. Right. It's like magical <clears throat> white noise. Only like basic electronics. Okay. Um, hey, uh, doctor, you want to show her your necklace? I'm upstairs. I am I am stood before the monolith, like staring up at it, going, Oh well nothing bad ever comes from a monolith. <laughs> That's not troubling at all. Well I'll, I'll just scroll investigate a mystery. Uh ooh, um is that plus sharp? Yes. Eight. All right, you can ask a question. Thank you. Questions. What can it do? Do you speak ancient Sumerian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you've been standing there for so long. Um, that the actually the motion sensor lights go out, and weirdly enough, you couldn't tell in the light, but it looks like one of the lines is glowing a little bit. So you know it glows. <laughs> uh, Elspeth. Yeah. Is it still glowing, or is it gone out? It's still glowing. The. Uh- Actually, right. did, you, did you move? I walk over or, and the lights come back on. Yeah, the light comes back on. You can't tell. It's, it was glowing. Like some of the, the writing on the monolith was glowing. Oh. Um, um, I look for like, they usually like, I look for like the light switch that like disables the motion sensor lights. When I come back... Can I use communicate with something you do not share a language with? Would that work to translate the writings on this thing? Does it say something or someone? It says something that you do not share a language with. Yeah, sure. Baller. So I use magic. Uh, seven. I got a nine. Mm. What does that say? Nine. Works in perfectly. Choose an effect and a glitch. So, you you see the the monolith, and you're suddenly able to read it. And but you yeah, because you turned off the light, right? Yeah, I went to turn the light off. Yeah. So you see what, what part was glowing, and you translate it as. Her fury is her gift. With it, you can fix all. And then you continue reading through it. And this is just... It's actually a word that's not translatable. Um, and when you speak it, you hear a 
loud groaning noise from behind you. <laughs> What's behind me? You woke up the stone guy. Very glad. Spin around. I spin around. All right. Uh, roll. Act under pressure. Act under pressure. Ooh. Ooh. Seven. What do we add to that? Act under pressure. Cool. Cool. Six. Hey, guess what? I leveled up. Yay. (laughs) Can I I take advantage of that immediately? Yeah. That's what you do. Okay. (laughs) While I die. Okay. So, Dr. Truth, you rolled a seven, right? Yes. So, as you turn around, um, you can see that a the stone golem, play golem in the corner, has come to life, and it's swinging an arm at you. Uh, can I use fortunes? What's that? Um, it's uh, one of my initiate moves. Um, the sect has ancient prophecies or divination techniques that predict the future. Once, <laughs> once per mystery, you may use them. If you look at what the future holds, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, hold three. And on a seven and nine, hold one. On a, on a miss, you get bad information. And then uh, I can, if I roll a 10 plus or a seven to nine, I can have a useful object ready. I can be somewhere I'm needed just in time. Take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. Or retroactive. Yeah. You're going to get hit first, but you can do that after. <laughs> you already failed that roll. Okay. So, yep. So, um, as it swings, uh, Letta, you get smacked across your upper back and you take three harm. Ooh. Oh, I'm dying now. Yep. And Dr. Truth, um, you see it coming, but because that is kind of in between the two of you, <laughs> at least for now, uh, you have a little bit more time. So you can choose to um, get out of the way, but when you get out of the way, you're going to knock into that monolith, and it looks a little teetery. Or you can get out of the way but you're going to uh, drop your computer bag in between <laughs> you and the monster. Or I'm, you backing in, I'm backing into that monolith. Okay. All right. And you back into it. And you give a little bit more than you were expecting. It rocks back, hits the wall, and then begins to... R- lean forward. And it looks like it's going to fall at any second. Scooby scurry out of the way. (laughs) Scooby scurry. Alright, um, Elizabeth, I need you to act under pressure. Roll act under pressure. Uh, five. Alright, you're getting something, uh, experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, also... 
you can get out of the way, but you see if you're going to get out of the way of the monolith, you're going to be right in striking distance from the um, stone golem. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to throw myself uh, in front of the stone golem to get out of the way of the. All right, it takes a swing at you, mm-hmm. and you take three harm. All right. All right, um, I'm going to, uh, um, uh, as I, uh, as I get up from this getting clobbered by the stone golem, I, uh, grab my axe, and it does this cool flippy thing. All right, well, I'll kick some ass. And, uh, I'm gonna try to kick its ass. Uh, I got an eight. Eight. Okay. So you and the stone golem or clay golem are going to exchange harm. So what harm does your axe do? Uh, three harm. Three harm. And it's messy. <laughs> well, it's not super messy because it's clay. But <laughs> all right. Let me. Um, and then it grabs you. Mm-hmm. It throws you across the room. All right. And you take another three harm. Oh my god! <laughs> who has the uh, who has the syringes? <laughs> Did you guys grab them? We each got one, right? They were in the suitcase. I thought I took one. <laughs> yeah. I, I assume you split them up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, the golem takes a step forward and strikes at the monolith and it tilts back into the wall. Can I, can I try to attack the golem again? Sure, attack it again. So the golem hits the monolith? Yeah. Okay. So I, I attempt to kick ass, kick some yeah. ass. Kick some ass. How many people want to kick some ass? I do. I do. Uh, guys, I just died. I got a four. Oh, no. <laughs> what happens when you die? Are you just done? Well, you don't <laughs> die. You go unstable. Oh. Yeah. So you're unconscious, basically. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you try to hit it. <laughs> and... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, you go and you drive your sword. Into Actually, it. Um, I am going to use my ability never again, <laughs> uh, and it lets me choose to protect someone without rolling, as if I'd rolled a ten. Okay, cool. Uh, but I cannot suffer little harm. Uh, okay. So this is my this is my one this is my character's one thing. Uh, <laughs> so I. Uh, so yeah, I can use this anytime someone is about to suffer harm, uh, including as a result of another move. Um, so I'm literally just going to like, like I see like I see this is going bad for uh, for Lido, and I'm gonna just like pretty much just like kick myself off the floor and like dive across the room, um, <laughs> and uh, and so I get. Uh, 
So I suffer all the harm that they're going to get. Um, and then I also am going to inflict harm on the enemy. Or no, I'm actually going to hold the enemy back. So, uh, so pretty much I just dive on this golem. <laughs> uh, it's weird because you're only 5'7", but it stops moving and stops attacking for a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then I am, I am unconscious. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you took three harm. Yeah, I am... My harm meter is full. <laughs> it just kind of seems surprised and pauses for a second. Oh, <laughs> and it says in Gollum, wow, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what does the state Oh, wait, hold on. I have armor. I have, I have, uh, I, I get to subtract one from each of those hits. So, okay. So it was two. Wait, two I have three. negative one armor, too. Oh, so you should be reducing all damage you take by one. Yeah. All right. So I'm only I'm not die I'm not unconscious yet. Okay. And also, did you take the, you take the, the serum? Uh, not yet, but I'm about to. Oh. <clears throat> all right. Does armor protect me from what the locket did to me. It doesn't, right? No, because that's uh, it's the thing. Um, Magical yeah. ignore yeah. armor harm. Why do you get to take one harm off? Okay. okay I'm a little better. And then how many health does the stem thing give us back? It, it'll completely heal you. Oh, okay. What's uh what's Fritz doing in all this? Yeah. Do I, do I hear this? Where are you? <laughs> I was in the basement talking to the Oh. No, um, we'd all come back up. No. Yeah, no, I, I was I, down I was... there with you and we came back up. I'd say you don't hear anything. It's a big museum. <laughs> I was going to, because I was, um, as I was talking to the curator, I was going to describe the necklace mm-hmm. and that uh, Dr. Truth is holding. <laughs> <laughs> and if she knows what it is. Okay. And if not, we'll then talk I'll... to you then. <laughs> okay. So you asked for um, roll. Hmm. We'll investigate a mystery. Okay. <laughs> I just like that. I just like that up here. We're all being like tossed around like rag dolls, and downstairs you're just like, <laughs> yeah. And it's weird if you hold it in the light just this way. It kind of glints weird. <laughs> Black rock, and there's a you know there's a nice setting for it, and so, there's a glass of water on her desk that just shakes slightly, but they don't notice it. <laughs> so you ask her about the necklace, mm-hmm. and she's like. It sounds like Daisy's necklace. And there's no reason to there's no reason to assume or this is this is a magical this has magical effects. Is there any reason why Daisy would have something like that? I can't think of any. Daisy is like as mundane as it gets. Okay, well that's very strange. Um she she suddenly had it one day. I don't know where she got it. Okay. But, uh, you know, that thing's kind of gaudy. You can, you can really... It's really noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Might have some more questions for you. Well, I'll guess, be here. Guess I'll head back upstairs with... See what everybody else has gotten into. Meanwhile. Yeah, meanwhile. <laughs> meanwhile dying. <laughs> Uh, 
Um, all right. What's going on? You ready? I mean, Dr. I'm good. Why? Go ahead. Dr. Truth, what are you doing? Uh, I, I am hiding behind a, a pedestal that has like a fertility statue on it. And I rummage through my, my um, messenger bag and I pull out my, my nine millimeter and I'm just sort of like put, peeking around the corner, but the, the golem isn't moving anymore. So I'm just, just watching. Uh, as you peek around the corner, taking the safety off of your gun, the uh, clay golem turns and looks at you. Oh, I shoot it, I shoot it, I shoot it, I shoot it. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, holy shit. Um, I rolled a ten. I have a minus one tough, so that's a nine. Okay. So, uh, you exchange harm with the golem. What's the... What does your nine millimeter do? Uh, Deals two harm. All right. (laughs) Fritz, you're walking up the stairs and suddenly you just hear... It picks up a um, a bulky statue near it and throws it at the fertility statue, <laughs> causing it to rock back and come at you. Roll, act under pressure. Uh, nine. All right. Um you can jump out and probably get hit by the golem or you can duck and cover and suffer some damage from the falling statue. Duck and cover. Alright, it falls, hits you, shatters. It's not quite as heavy as it looks. (laughs) Um, And you take two harm. Okay. Alright. What are Letta and Elspeth, what are you doing? I will attempt to uh, stab this thing again with my giant sword. Okay, we'll kick some ass. (laughs) (laughs) No! You can't even look straight. Same thing, a three and a one. Uh, Five. And that's how Caitlin was level four before any of us. You exchange. <laughs> you oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, what? You use an old-fashioned hand weapon, you inflict plus one harm and get plus... Oh, no, 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 no. That's for, just for the harm that I do, not for my actual attack. Okay. So, um, how many harm does your sword do? Um, well, I got a five, so I don't get anything, right? Oh, you're exchanging harm on that. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. No, wait, you don't. Never mind. Sorry. Seven plus. Yeah, you just get hit. Yeah, yeah I just I just uh, died. Yep, it's back to you. And you're unconscious. Yeah, so I, I take three. Yep. So now it's full. Does that automatically mean I'm unstable? Minus, minus one for your armor. Oh, minus, minus one. one. So I'm not dying. I still have one little box left. Me too. High five. Yay. Is my video feed really bad? It's something weird. It's a little. It's a little strange. Yeah. Yeah. Use your use your syringes. All right. Yeah. yeah. So um, my syringe just heals me completely. Mm-hmm. Do I need yeah. to for that? Yes. Just do it. No, it just happens. You don't roll. Okay. All right. 
I uh, I uh, plunge the syringe into my neck, uh, and then I leap into action again. With the syringe still sticking out of your neck. I yeah. my thigh like a normal. Yes. <laughs> What's that? Did you plunge it? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so you just like stab yourself. I'm like, I need to go. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, and I just say, what in German? I say, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. And I swing my axe. Uh, and, Can you actually say that in German? Yeah. Was was sterben mir nicht, machen mir stark air. I And um, and I got so I got a ten so on kick some ass. And great. So you choose one extra effect. Yeah, let me look at the list here. Uh, I'm going to um, uh, let's see. I'm going to suffer. Oh, l- get one extra effect. No. Uh, I'm actually going to um, give plus one forward to Lita. Okay. Um, and uh, so, pretty much, uh, I'm just trying to take the heat off of her and give her an opening. So I deal three messy damage. Right. All right. The golem was preoccupied with Dr. Truth, but then you came in and you hit it pretty hard. So it turns and takes a swing at you. Um, well, so that's how much damage do I take from that? Three. Three. So I take two. That's from my, that's the uh, result of my kicking some ass, right? Uh, no, that's just moving on to the next turn. Oh, uh, the just uh, and monsters of the week they only deal damage when. Oh, okay, cool. Then never mind. Yeah, <laughs> important rule right. that, that will save our ass. <laughs> Roll act under pressure. Me. Yes. All right. Uh, nine. Nice. All right. You see it turning towards left. Mm-hmm. You can let it go towards it, or you can try to get its attention back again, and uh, it might hit you. I'm going to try might. to keep its attention on me. Okay, so it kind of t- starts to turn away from you, and you basically like, tap it on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and it turns back. But as it's turning back, its attention gets caught again by the monolith, and it starts moving towards that. Okay. Truth. Are we sure. in any sort of turn order? Yeah, it, no? it's kind of a free for all. Free for all. Jump in when you can. Has, has Fritz made it up the stairs? Yeah, am I back yet? Yeah. Uh, you're not entirely sure where everyone is, but you're hearing a lot of noise. Well, I heard gunshots, so <laughs> yes. I, I imagine something bad is happening. You hear people shouting in German. It's chaos. A <laughs> uh, roll. Read a bad situation. <laughs> No, I got a nothing. Nothing. I got four. Four. I got experience. Yep, you did. All right. Well, you get to the room and it's just chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Do I? Can I act? Or was that my act? Um. Yeah, you can act. Okay, I am going to, um, I'm going to 
I, I assume this is going to work. I'm going to try to banish the spirit of the golem. No. The curse from the person, object, or place it inhabits. Um, how about trap a specific person, minion, or monster? Yeah, how do I do it? Where do I trap it, though? The Phantom uh, Zone with magic. <laughs> I mean, just like a, I can build like a four stage like, around. Yeah, it. I think that's it. It's like something in the situation you can like lure it into a door and shut the door, or you can, like, force grab okay. it. I don't think you can, like, <clears throat> teleport it to another dimension. Okay. That seems like big magic. Yeah. <laughs> so that would probably be in the other category. <clears throat> All right. I think I will do... Um, I'll do the big whammy. Okay. So I get to kick some ass. Come on. Oh, yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Damn. Okay, so you get to choose an enhanced effect. So you completely hold the advantage. All hunters involved in the fight get plus one forward. Either or you suffer no harm at all, or your attack inflicts double the normal harm, or your attack drives the enemy away. Um. <laughs> I don't even want to think about what this golem running away from us would look like. <laughs> So, um, I think I'll, I'll, I'll add the enhanced effect that we completely hold the advantage, so everyone gets plus one forward. Okay. Nice. So, um, and then you, how much do you hit it with? Two harm. Two harm. Close, obvious, ignore armor. Nice. Okay. You, the rest of you guys, didn't even notice Fritz coming in, but suddenly. The stone golem just blasts apart. Oh wow! And standing behind there, looking really badass, like you have a whole newfound respect for this guy, is Fritz. I can't leave you guys alone for a minute. What happened? Whatever. No, seriously, what happened? <laughs> Is anyone going to answer for his questions? <laughs> no, because he came in like a smart ass. <laughs> I say, uh, I hit it with my axe so hard it exploded eventually. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I, it wasn't, I assume it wasn't moving before we came up here, so how did it start moving and trying to kill you? I point at the monolith. Is it still glowing? Well, the lights are on now. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no way to tell. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, 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 I go over and shut the lights back up. It's still glowing, but it looks like it's cracked a little bit. Okay. Don't read that word. Okay. What? Bluggerboard? Well, <laughs> nothing happens, just the golems destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, 10 o'clock there. Is this a good. I mean, yeah, it's a good time to stop. Okay. 
we'll figure out the mystery of the monolith and I'll continue to get yelled at more later. <laughs> Welcome to my <laughs> life, Shonzi. <laughs> awesome. I think right. Kalen levels up. Yeah. I leveled up like 20 minutes ago, guys. I've, still, I've got one other experience. I've got six experience this uh, this session. Wow. <laughs> Have you, were you guys all keeping track of your experiences? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I've got three so far. Sweet. And I am unfortunately out next week. Cool. Oh, oh you're the one competent member of our group. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll pick it back up on the 26th? Uh, Maybe. Yes. And then I'm out the week after that. Uh, that's too. fine. The week after that, I, we're helping Sarah move. So yeah, uh, she owns a house. Oh wow! Or, or, or will hopefully on the 29th. That's the day that's scheduled to close. She's afraid Ooh. that for something will happen. But I, in essence, yeah, it's been agreed on. The banks agreed on it. Unless something, <laughs> unless unless a meteor strikes the house before the 29th. She should own a house. She has been screwed over a couple times, though, so I'm yeah. not... <laughs> I, I completely understand her skepticism, because... <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Um, Amanda. Yes? Yeah. Uh, fantastic job. You did really, really well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was very nervous. It was a lot of fun. Well, I didn't... I couldn't tell that you're nervous, and, uh, yeah, you did really good. This has been a, This was a lot of fun so far. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to picking it back up in two weeks. Sweet. <laughs> the, the adventures of Dr. Truth and the uncommunicative Fritz. <laughs> um, oh, and that reminds me, Amanda, I need you to send me two things, preferably tonight if you can. Um, yeah. I need to know what you would like the campaign to be called and what you would like this episode to be called. Okay. Uh, I'll have to do that. Yeah, t- <laughs> Texos to me. Also, I'd like to ask you about your radical feminist agenda. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. My brain's tried. I was trying to talk about something witty. Oh. Well, thanks. Thank you for for doing this. This is fun. Yay! It was fun. I like this system. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the monster yeah. of the week is, is good. The whole the whole apocalypse world thing is a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. 